For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill After, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend The Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Talking Sass and thank you guys so much for joining me. This week I have another huge guest on deck and I cannot wait to talk to her. But before we do, let's talk about Patreon.com slash Stephanie. I'm telling you, for the exclusives alone, it is great to be subscribed to Patreon.com slash Steffi. And it starts at only $2. I mean, that's less than what you pay for a cup of coffee per day, and that's for a full month of content. So make sure you guys go and check that out again, just in case you missed it. It is Patreon.com slash and if you want to follow along on Twitter or Instagram, please do. It's at SassySeffy on both of those. I love new followers, and I'm totally interactive with everybody, so make sure you go and do that today. And while you're doing and being proactive, why don't you guys go and make sure you're subscribed below, either on your favorite podcast platform or on YouTube, because the amount of subscribers you have is so very important to all the different aspects of having a podcast and a YouTube show. So make sure you guys go and do that. And don't forget to hit that bell notification on YouTube. And if you're listening on your favorite podcast platform, don't forget to rate and review Talking Sass with five stars. Now on to today's guest. Like I said, another huge stellar guest today. I'm so excited to have her on. I mean, there was a lot of things going on and I wanted to reach out to her. And I finally did. And I'm so glad I did because she's such a delight to have on. I actually got to wrestle her one time before always just the biggest sweetheart. I mean, she's been on so many different TV shows, including Celebrity Apprentice. She's a former Knockouts champion. She's a former 24-7 champion. And did you know she's the first ever pregnant champion in WWE? Crazy. But on top of that, now she is a women's wrestling advocate for pretty much everyone. But she is the first lady of ROH, and she is also on the member of Board of Directors, bringing you the Ring of Honor Women's World Championship Tournament this summer. I'm so excited to talk to her. Here she is, Maria Canales. Hey, Maria, how are you doing? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm doing so great. Thank you for taking time out of your very busy schedule because, I mean, you have so much going on with Ring of Honor right now. I can only imagine the time constraints on your day. It's weird. It's a weird thing where some days are crazy busy and then other days it's like there's nothing really going on. Um, Wednesdays are incredibly busy. Mm -hmm. uh, my kids go to daycare that day. And so like 
we always have to adjust when we pick up the kids in order to get home in time to do the watch party. And like, it's just pure madness, but I love it. I, you know what, I've been there too with my son. It's very difficult to try to balance your day. Like have, I have like a nine to five and then also the podcast plus, you know, being mom. So I know how difficult I'm sure with two kids, it's even more difficult. Um, I'm hoping that if we were to ever have a third, they would be self-sufficient. They would just come <laughs> out knowing exactly what to do. Definitely. Well, let's get started because I'm so excited. First, I want to talk about when I asked you to be on the podcast originally is because Stephanie McMahon tweeted, and I wrote it down just so I don't have it off. Um, what if women's sports were given the same level of money and media as men? When you air the games, people watch it. If you promote them, people will show interest. If you invest, they will pay off. And then you said, Sue Stephanie, you have the platform capital and the voice to do just that. I look forward to seeing you accomplish this. More opportunities equal more opportunities. Hashtag women's wrestling matters. I think it's just so phenomenal that you're willing to be this advocate for women's wrestling where a lot of women might not have the... I guess, uh, balls to, to go up to Stephanie McMahon and say something like that. You know what I mean? You know, I got released when I was two months postpartum. So everything beyond that has just gone haywire. It's just like, uh, you, you just have to say F it because we didn't know what was going to happen. And um, I mean, I think, I think it's something very true um, mm-hmm. that needs to be said is they do have those opportunities to make that kind of adjustment, and they just haven't. They had the opportunity to do it with the Evolution pay-per-view. They didn't. Mm -hmm. They didn't spend near the budget that they do on regular pay-per-views. And they figured that Ronda Rousey would be just enough of a draw um, to start a pay-per-view that was reoccurring every year. But that's not how it works. We all know that. Um, you can have the biggest name in the world on your show, but if nobody knows about it, then it doesn't work. Um, and I, I think that, you know, a lot of things that WWE says, especially when it comes to the women's division, is more lip service than it is actuality. Um, and I have a very small voice in comparison to what WWE does, um, and I do my very best to try and change things with my limited resources compared to a company with huge Mm -hmm. resources. Well, I just think, like, what you say and what you're doing to advocate women's wrestling, especially within Ring of Honor now, is just, it's something that's so much needed that women haven't really... Not that they haven't taken that step, but you have a bigger platform than, say, a lot of us to do that. And to see it progressing within Ring of Honor is amazing. And I'm so excited about this Women of Honor, or not Women of Honor anymore, the Ring of Honor Women's World Championship Tournament coming up this summer. I mean, you have, I mean, we both have a great friend in Allison Kay who's going to be in it. We have <laughs> Angelina Love, Roxy, Sumi Sakai, and others to be announced. How excited are you and the Ring of Honor people there for this tournament we're really excited it's a long time coming um this tournament was supposed to happen a year ago and a lot Mm -hmm. of things happened of course with covid and the pandemic and being quarantined and all that kind of stuff um to make it so that the girls that were originally supposed to be in the tournament couldn't be in the tournament back then 
Um, so we're trying to have this tournament now with a lot of different styles of wrestler and with a lot of um, what we've learned over the past year is that there are women out there that are incredibly good at promoting themselves and finding places to train during this crazy yeah. time and continue to get better. And that is what I've been extremely impressed by is that there are women out there that are working consistently um, even though there are so many things that they have to tackle in order to do that. Um, you know, it, and I really feel as if like this time has created stars in their own right um, just because they've had to fight so many different things. Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely. I mean, COVID definitely puts a whole kibosh on a lot of things. And I know with Allison Kay, I've had her on the podcast before too. And, you know, she was going to an MMA gym by herself that she had the key to just to make sure like she was saying in ring shape for whenever opportunity started to arise again. And thank God, mm -hmm. knock on wood, that those things are starting to change now, especially for mm -hmm. wrestling in general. And Allison, she's an interesting one because she has her Twitch channel and she's very active on that. She's active with her fans. She's constantly promoting herself. So not only is she incredible in the ring, but she's mm -hmm. incredible at promoting herself. So given more and more of a platform to be able to showcase that, like it's, it, it, she's just going to thrive in that environment. Definitely. I agree. And then uh, we talk. Roxy's also, I mean, she's so young, but she's mm -hmm. been, I think I read somewhere she's been training since 13 years old yeah. with Booker T School originally. I mean, the girls, just the ones that I've named, I mean, Allison K, Angelina Love has all of the experience that, out of everyone. 20 years. 20 yeah, years. Roxy, Sumi Sakai has a lot of experience as well. I mean, these are just names. Like, I could make dream matches just from those names alone, you know? It's amazing. And, and Roxy's another one, too, because she's wise beyond her years. Mm -hmm. She's incredibly well-spoken. She has the support of her family. She's been training for a very long time. She, um, She's had some phenomenal matches with Deanna. So, like, you, she's been in the ring with a lot of um, – famous wrestlers already so young in her career and been able to keep up with them. Um, Miranda Lace, another one that she's been traveling the United States, but then she also goes down to Mexico mm -hmm. and she's training in Mexico. She um, was training with Tessa Blanchard not too long ago. You know, so she's, she's keeping uh, motivated during all of this craziness. And, I, I mean, I, I feel as if there are way too many dream matches to make up during this. It's like there's more dream matches than I have <laughs> places to put them. So um, we want to keep the Women's Division Wednesday going far beyond this tournament. So I'm hoping a lot of those matches, if you can't see them on TV, are going to end up on the Women's Division Wednesday. That's amazing. And I mean, Women's Division Wednesday is doing well. I've seen, you know, some of the numbers just from looking at YouTube. I mean, mm -hmm. the support that women's wrestling has right now is so great. And speaking of just women's wrestling in general, what do you think of the state of women's wrestling right now across the board? So I think there's a lot of amazing wrestlers. Mm -hmm. I just don't think there's a lot of uh great positions um, and the positioning of women's wrestling right now is not quite what it needs to be. Um, the talent is all there. 
Yeah. It's just a matter of finding ways to spotlight it in a new way, in a different way um, that highlights how good these women are, but also their individual personalities. Um, a lot of times I feel, and maybe maybe this isn't true across the board, but I feel women's wrestlers are put into little boxes of what they are. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, well, if you're sexy, you can't be strong. And if you post photos in a bikini, well, that means you're not a real wrestler. And it's like, no, that that's not it at all. Or like, you can't be a tomboy and also like makeup. Like there's, there's these things in that are put placed on women that aren't necessarily placed on men's wrestling. Yeah. Um, so I'd like to see there be more, um, diversity in women's wrestling and not so much of, no, you must follow this path or else you will not succeed. Yeah, there's like you said, there's so many different types of uh, different types of stereotypes out there that women just kind of get boxed into because I think that as a society, not just in wrestling, you want certain types of of boxes to be filled. And you're mm-hmm. like, okay, in wrestling, we want the athletic girls that are kind of the tomboys, but also the beautiful women and this and this and this. And it's not necessarily about the talent per se, even mm-hmm. though the talent is well beyond all those stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a, something that I think is gradually changing, and I think we're getting there. Um, but, it, you know, it's it's definitely getting the right platform to do so. Yeah, awesome. Now, talking more about the women uh, Ring of Honor Women's Championship Tournament, how important is it to Ring of Honor that Lenny Leonard, who has a huge respect for women's wrestling, gets to come in, make his return to Ring of Honor after, I think, 10-plus years of being gone, come in to be one of the voices of the tournament? So there's voices um, that you hear in wrestling that you trust to Mm – um, to guide you and to, you know, if you don't know a lot about someone that you believe them when they tell you, okay, this person's a really great um, grappler, or this person's a really great high flyer, or this person's a really great, you believe them when they tell you that. Mm-hmm. And um, I think Leonard, Leonard does that where when he tells you something about a wrestler's history, especially women, you believe them. Mm-hmm. And that's what we want. I mean, you had that in WWE, um, especially in the early 2000s, late 90s. You had those voices that you trusted and you believed them to guide you through what you were watching, especially if you were a newcomer to wrestling. And we're hoping to build that with Lenny now with the women's division. That's awesome. I had him on the podcast recently, and I know that he's, like, super stoked to be able to come back to Ring of Honor, especially because of his love and passion and respect that he has for the women mm-hmm. in wrestling in general. Because, I mean, Shimmer, Shine, he's been a part of both of those promotions for countless years as well. So I was really glad when that was announced that <laughs> Lenny was going to be a part. I was like, yes! Yeah. I mean, you – he is known for the way that he calls women's wrestling Mm -hmm. and it's important because it is different. Um, and it is, uh, highlighting those, those athletic qualities that women have. And Mm -hmm. he's able to do that like no one else. Well, with the tournament going on, are we going to see a surprise appearance from you in this tournament? Cause I would personally, Oh, 
Maria, I wrestled you before. I would love to have seen you in the tournament. (laughs) I get this question all the time. Um, It would take a lot. I, I have never, um, I've never felt like I was the best wrestler. Um, But I love to help as many people as I possibly can. And um, I, I see things and I, I want to help in that way of like, I, I can see someone that has a lot of potential and I, I can see someone that, you know, just needs to be guided this way or that way. And I want to help. And right now I have such a great platform to do so mm-hmm. um, with women's division Wednesday and with having this tournament that that's what I really am passionate about. And, um, you know, I didn't get into wrestling originally to be a wrestler. I was in it because I loved to be an interviewer. I was a huge fan of Jonathan Coachman. Um, you know, I, I love Trish and Lita because they were, um, they were strong women and they were beautiful in their own right. And like, I I love them for that, but interviewing them was just so much fun for me. It was exciting for me. It was getting their story out there was really fun. So um, along the way, of course, we all end up in the ring. And yeah. <laughs> um, but now I'm back in a place that I really love to be. Um, and I'm really hoping that this is just the beginning. Awesome. Well, I know when I worked with you, it was in uh, Remix Pro in Ohio. And I just remember I sat down and talked to you, I don't know, maybe after the match, after we had had our match, and just the business aspect of things that you have to offer is amazing. I mean, you talk about TV experience, you talk about the wrestling experience, you have all of this plus more in spades, and I just think it's wonderful what you're doing for women's wrestling right now. Thank you. It's it's definitely a work in progress, but um, we'll see where this thing grows. Well, definitely. I want to thank you so much for taking so much time out of your day to come on Talking Sass, and I can't wait to see what the women do this year with Ring of Honor. Thank you so much. You're welcome. This is the sister, the doctor of style, and you're listening to VOC Nation. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Cassie Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Ken Resnick. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airlines cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Dylan, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. On Wrestling With Problems, we deal with two things, wrestling and problems. On the wrestling side, we cover the major feds as well as the indies. As far as problems go, we cover our problems, American problems, and world problems. 
Sometimes the problems are even related to wrestling. Every week, comedian King David Lane and wrestler, promoter Chris Best discuss the best and especially the worst in the world of wrestling with a heaping dose of comedy. Check us out live on VOCNation.com or on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls, and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Steins of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs, yeah, you get get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network.